So when I was a kid, I remember in first grade, I had a classmate named Wit. And I'm not going to say your last name out of respect, okay? I remember you and Mrs. Bo's class at Morris Brandon Elementary in Atlanta. But we were reaching out to grab our backpacks at the end of the day. And he punched me right in my chest because we couldn't get our backpacks untangled. And that shit hurt. (laughs) And we never had any interaction, actually, in the class up until that point. And based on my six-year-old knowledge of retaliation and self-defense, I was supposed to punch him back. And trust me, I wanted to. I was mad as hell inside. But I always remembered being confused by what he did. And I wanted to know why he was so angry that he just laid one into me right in the middle of my chest. And then the confusion turned to embarrassment because since we were Jehovah's Witnesses, my mom made me give him a Watchtower magazine about violence. And I'm pretty sure he laughed at me. The point... I'm trying to make is that I've been such an empathetic, compassionate, and understanding person my entire life. I hated myself and I beat myself up for feeling love towards people who society says says doesn't deserve it. And I didn't realize that's the way that I'm actually supposed to feel and live my life until now. Hello? Is is anyone there? Somebody help me, please. Ah, ah, okay, this is actually not so bad. Welcome back, welcome back. What's happening, y'all? Thank you so much for clicking here and listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson, and today, man, I got to get some stuff off my chest about anger and reacting in anger. But before we get into this episode, if you appreciate this content, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this show. It really helps me see how I can serve you guys better but also gives exposure to the show, which can help others who may need this content. And be sure to share GFSA with your family and friends and on social media as well. If you guys would like to suggest a topic or contact us, our email and social medias are listed below in the show notes. And also really important to anyone listening, a couple of episodes ago, we had our first Spread the Light segment where we bring awareness to individuals or programs that are doing good things for people for their community and especially animals so if anyone listening is involved in a program or volunteer work that does good shoot us a direct message or an email which is listed below in the show notes and we'll do our best to do our part in spreading that light so i think that when it comes to spirituality and being a spiritually minded person there's this stigma that if you're angry or something upsets you or you have a disagreement with someone You have to be this all peaceful and graceful and loving type of person. And, you know, I think that's true to a certain extent for me being able to evolve in life and especially spiritually means accepting and forgiving the flaws and values and beliefs of not only others, but more importantly, myself, as well as keeping that mindset of acceptance. And that keeps me grounded and more empathetic towards others. And I'm just more aware of my actions. Now, my wife and I were talking the other day about how we've helped balance each other out and how each of our strengths was the other person's weakness. And I was extremely shy 
and super passive growing up, which I now realize was the child empath in me just trying to protect himself. And when I met Cassie, my wife, it was like my voice came out, my my throat chakra opened up. And now I stand up for myself and speak my truth. And that was something that I had to learn how to fine tune because prior to this awareness that I have now, maybe like a couple of years ago when I started being more socially transparent, I would have these knee-jerk responses to people who maybe said something offensive or out of pocket. And I remember a young man I used to work with, and he loved to throw the N-word around super casually. And, you know, me as a black man (laughs) and the experiences I've had, I just didn't rock with it. It doesn't matter if it's the E-R or an A on the N. For me, it's disrespectful, so I don't use it. But this young man... He was telling a story about his buddy and he was just dropping N-bombs left and right. And not in like a a racist, derogatory way, but either way for me, I wasn't comfortable with it. I wasn't happy about it. And I'll be honest, in my head, I was like, man, if he says this shit one more time, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) And he said it. And sure enough, that's what I did. And I told him how I felt in literally the most aggressive way possible. Um, but let's just say the boundary was set, okay? <laughs> I, I don't remember what I said because I kind of blank out when I get that angry, which is rare. But I know it was mean and hurtful and loud. And I apologize and he apologized as well. But eventually, I started to learn more about this kid's story. And I realized that he had some experiences that gave him a different perception of that word. He also spent a lot of time around younger black people who actually didn't mind that he used that word around him. And I think that about that experience very often because what I do remember about my interaction with the young man who used that word is that my reaction wasn't like me. It was pretty embarrassing from the perspective of the people that saw me react that day. So that was a big thing for me. And I know I say this a lot, but when I view my actions and my life from the perspective of someone else, it really helps me be more mindful of how I respond during emotional or triggering disagreements. And something else that I've realized that's extremely important when feeling that offensive or angry feeling towards someone is that if I look inward hard enough, I can always see myself in someone else. So in this case, I remember as a kid, And now I wasn't bad at all, okay? I want to preface that because now that I'm older, I'm really proud of the kid I was, even though back then I didn't feel like I was a good kid. Um, But I think about the times where I may have said something insensitive or disrespectful to or around my parents, or I did things wrong around the house. And my mom had her moments where she'd get fired up. But most times she had the patience to explain things to me in the best way that resonated and that I could understand. So really, how much different is that situation than me as a kid? How much different am I than the guy who used that N-word around me? And I know you can say that his case was different and this is extreme, but I'm sure I've made people angry before. And the point is, we both were unaware of the effects of our actions. What makes me better than him? What makes me better than my least favorite athlete or celebrity or politician? And this is a doozy. What makes me better than any of the police officers who have beat or killed unarmed black citizens. And I know that's a tough one to take for a lot of people, but the reason I use that example is because I am a black man who's dealt with 
disrespectful officers. And this issue, based on society standards, is supposed to enrage me and get me fired up. But what makes me better than them? I've been in fights before. Or, you know, I've had thoughts about beating someone up who enraged me or just purposefully tried to offend me. So what makes me so different? And maybe my actions were to a lesser degree or maybe I didn't even take action. But what's important is that I had the thought. And it's what you do with that thought when you're angry. So really, how much different are you? How much better than better are you than someone who thinks differently than you or has said something that you consider wrong or immoral? And I really used to try to shun people. And I used a lot of energy trying to shun people who had certain political or cultural views that didn't agree with my reasoning. And I just wanted to make them wrong and feel like I'm more pure than they are. And doing that really just builds up resentment and it built up a feeling of separation inside me. So now for me, instead of what separates us, when I feel that feeling of disconnect with someone who's hurt me or offended me and they're unaware, I look for similarities in that person that I have that anger for. Like I said earlier, you can't have an action without a thought. And you have to see the actions of others in your current or past thoughts in order to curb those intense feelings of anger. I know I haven't killed anyone, right? Like, that's grade A, 100% facts, okay? But I've had the thought of beating someone's ass before. I can understand that person in my own way by remembering that thought of wanting to harm someone. You know, and I haven't been addicted to hard drugs, but I was addicted to porn and even alcohol for a little while. So, I can understand that person in my own way. If you see these things in yourself and you've been able to forgive yourself, then you can forgive that person who's caused you anger. And for me, that doesn't mean, you know, we're going to be doing the Cupid Shuffle together or going to get a beer. But (laughs) I no longer hold on to that anger because I was able to forgive myself for something along the same lines. Really, for me, it's about challenging myself to understand and empathize and see the similarities in each other. We're all the same. We really are. And that's how I'm able to harmonize with so many different people from so many different walks of life. And now I'm just more at peace with the way others believe and the actions that they take. And it's not about right or wrong all the time. You know, we all want the same things in life, just in different ways, because we see life through different lenses. Another thing, too, that I wanted to say from my perspective, being spiritual for me isn't about acting like you don't see the shit around you or the darkness that's in this world. It's not realistic to just be unaware of it and just let it roll off because there's a lot of shit that I sit with every day that's uncomfortable and it's unavoidable, like the news, which I don't watch often, but it can be brought up in your everyday conversation with coworkers or family Or even when my wife tells me the things that she experiences in her career that, you know, like when animals are being abused or injured, you know, it hurts and it sucks seeing that negativity and hearing it and being an empath. But being this way means that I've had to acknowledge the shit, acknowledge the negativity, acknowledge my anger. I have to accept it. It's a part of me, but only I know how long to keep it with me. And anger is 
an extremely chaotic emotion and there's not much good that you can do with it in the world when you just hold on to such a dense and negative energy so accept it sit with it and move on 24 hours of tears right i know y'all heard me say that a few episodes ago feel that emotion give yourself a time limit make a plan to proceed and then move the hell on i don't want anyone to think that i'm so perfect and i just be out here turning the other cheek every time someone says or does something that i'm really not down with that is the furthest thing from the truth. I think what I try to do on a daily basis is put a little more thought into my reaction. If someone brings up a triggering issue, I try to respond with something like, you know, I don't agree, but I understand that you have a different viewpoint. And usually that leads to deeper, more thought provoking conversations. And sometimes I won't even comment at all, you know, but if you catch me three days before the full moon, it might get ugly, right? (laughs) I can't promise you anything. So guys, thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for listening to this episode and supporting this podcast. Time is your most valuable asset. And I am extremely grateful that you shared that with me. So thank you. If you guys want to follow us on social media or contact us, our social medias and emails are listed below in the show notes. Anger is okay. It's okay to feel every emotion on the spectrum. I've started to limit the amount of shame that I have towards myself when I have those dense moments of frustration and anger. And I'm telling you this from my experiences and my perspective, but it's up to you what you do with that energy and with that feeling to make it through your own emotional roller coaster. And it's so important for me to be mindful about the similarities between myself and the people in my life who've hurt me. And it brings me back to Wit, a kid in first grade who punched me in the chest. I don't know what was going on in his young life that made him react that way, but what I do know is it was something. Something was going on that molded that reaction. And I can understand that because I know I didn't punch someone in the chest, but I know I had something going on in my life too. And that's okay, all right? So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see y'all next week.